If you could please join me in praying a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Well, once again, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you here. Uh, today is actually the last Sunday of a series we've been doing. I see some new faces out there. So I'm just going to kind of update you with what we've been up to uh, the past four weeks or so as we're in the fifth Sunday of Lent. We're doing a series called Lent Undone because a lot of us find us in this school uh, in this need to unlearn things. We've, we've found some bad habits and we just looked briefly on Ash Wednesday. We looked at the need for us to stop being ungrateful. We looked at the prodigal son story, how he was with the father. He has everything he needs. Imagine that, having everything you need and complaining, right? And that's sometimes what you and I do. And we, we looked at the need for us to be, to be grateful. And also, as we headed into the, the Sunday, we looked at sometimes we have this feel, feeling of being unworthy. Like we've done things or things have been done to, unto us, and we just don't feel like we have any value, right? And we looked at how the father still looks for the son, which led into the next Sunday of feeling unseen. And we had the blessing of having Bishop Rick in here and telling us how the father is always looking for us. But our father is a gentleman. He'll never force himself upon us. And he's just waiting for those moments where you and I repent, right? Where we, we turn, turn back to him. And last week, we looked at that feeling of being unforgiven, right? We've done things. We've had things done to, unto us. But in particular, we looked at sometimes we have this need to prove ourselves. Or I have to I have to do things to earn God's love. We looked at sometimes, um, me as an athlete, you know, I have, to, I have to perform, I have to get the award, and then, and then I'll gain identity or, or worth. Or if you're more of an artistic person, if I perform properly, then I will have worth or value. Or if you're an academic, if I get the grades, right, then I'll have value. Um, but as we look through all of that, for me, like, it's, it's been a long Lent. I don't know about you, but I, I feel like I'm in week 18 of Lent. Uh, for some of us here, we've been doing programs like Exodus 90 or Fiat 90. So we started this journey like in January, uh, in the middle of January. And as I was going through, like at that point, giving up a lot of things already, I was like, what should I give up now? And I just gently felt the Blessed Mother saying, would you give up coffee? Um, so if I've been a little bit off this whole Lent, I want to blame it on the Blessed Mother. Um, uh, I'm not crazy. I just, I just really want your conversion. So I've been offering up coffee for your conversion. Um, and maybe it's, it's just during, during, it's just me, uh, but those lines that, that are in today's gospel, they really just strike the heart. We hear the, the, the other brother, right? His, his brother was dead. He's now back home, and he's still complaining about something. And, he's, and the father says to him, uh, just to let you know, everything I have is yours. You know, your brother was, was lost, and now he's found and I have him back safe and sound, which is what the Lord wants with each and every one of you and me. Like he wants us to be safe and sound. He doesn't want us hurting, right? And as we, as we go through this today, uh, we look at the, that line, everything I have is yours. In particular, even my mercy. Even my mercy. And I think for a lot of us, that's like a, that's a huge struggle to think that I, I actually can be forgiven. But then today we look at this week is called feeling unequipped. I think for a lot of us, you know, maybe we've been to confession a few times or maybe you go often, but then it's like, well, how do I forgive other people? How do I equip myself to forgive other people? And today, this is like where I wanted to lead us all of Lent, to equip you to learn how to forgive because when you know the power of the gospel, you know, you're not there yet. You're like, maybe like St. Paul, 
He says, keep focusing on one thing, trying to forget what's behind me, but striving toward forward what lies ahead. He said, he's like, I'm not a done muffin, but I still have to strive towards the truth. And today I want to look at how do you do that? But knowing that our Lord does not call the equipped, right? So you don't have to like be perfect as we look at last week. But what our Lord does is he equips the called. And tonight Jesus is calling every single person here. He's always calling us. He's always calling out to us. And maybe, maybe it's just me, but there's sometimes when I look at my own life and there's, there's people I've hurt or people have hurt me, and I think there's, there's no way I could forgive them, right? Or there's no way they could forgive me. But I want to look at how to start that process of forgiveness. And I can remember many times in seminary just feeling that prompting to go in the chapel and go pray and start that process of, forgive, of forgiving before we do that, I just want to say that I, I still struggle with this. Even as a priest, this is not easy for me. I wish I could say, you know, things get easier, but that's not always the case. Because sometimes when you pray, stuff comes to surface that you've been shoving down, but finally you have time to kind of deal with reality. But the freedom, the freedom that's there, that's what's worth it. It's worth the struggle. It's worth the battle. And the majority of the content I'm going to go through today is not my own, so I don't think I'm special or I'm holy. I'll be going through content from Sister Miriam James, and she was just here a few weeks ago and blessed us with her presence. Um, and she's much holier than I am. I don't have any, I can't hold a candle to her, so to speak. She's super holy. Um, but I, I want to say that uh, this is, this is going to be difficult. You know, the Lord never promised us an easy life. He promised us a fulfilling life. He said we must deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow him. But I also want to make sure before we do this, I define through Sister, Miriam, Sister Miriam's words, what is forgiveness and what is forgiveness not? Because I think a lot of us get that wrong, or maybe it's just me. Sister Miriam says that forgiveness is asking Jesus Christ for the grace, the help to forgive. It is relinquishing our grasp on a person that hurt us. It's surrendering the person to Jesus and asking Jesus to restore justice. So that's what forgiveness is. But what is forgiveness not? Sister Miriam says that forgiveness is not letting someone off the hook. It is not saying what happened to us did not matter. It is not words alone. It is not pretending that things are fine. You know how often you and I do that? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's like, I'm not fine. It's not condoning bad behavior. It's not skipping justice. And all these things, Sister Miriam says, keep our hearts hard in denial and in the cycle of pain and resentment. And the truth is tonight that whatever area of of your life that you let Jesus touch, he will transform it over time. Especially those areas in your life where you have caution tape everywhere. There's no way. Don't go there. Don't go there. Those are the areas especially. Or in those areas where you just think in your heart, if I review that, if I go back there, it's just too painful. I can't, I can't bear the pain. And yet it is in those places when we ask Jesus to come and reveal himself, we find the truth behind the lies. We find the medicine for all the pain. We find forgiveness for all the things that we believe to be unforgivable and even unredeemable. And as we practice this exercise, 
Jesus will be encouraging you to keep, your faith, keep him face to face the whole time, to keep him heart to heart during this exercise tonight. This exercise, again, may be painful because Jesus knows what you've been through. And he took on all of our pain on the cross. But he will be with you the whole time. Just saying to you, look at me. I'm not ashamed of you. Look at me. I want you to be free from all of your grudges, all of your unforgiveness, and all of your hardness of heart. Jesus is going to be looking at you, and he's just going to say to you gently, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you because I know your heart, because I created it. And when I see your sin and I see your struggle and the pain it causes you, my desire is to undo all of that because I want to equip you. I want to give you the tools so you can become an instrument of my peace in a world that seems so lacking peace. He also will tell you, I have a desire to heal you of sin, self-hatred, isolation, of all fear of, and all hopelessness. As we've heard from the story in the prodigal son, all of Lent, it is to bring you to a sense of being seen by God, learning how God sees you and how he sees everyone else. Now, as we do this meditation, you know, we asked for help from the, from the Blessed Mother. We're going to ask for help from the Holy Spirit because this can be just straight up agonizing at times. I'll be honest with you. But we're also going to know that when we call upon the Holy Spirit, St. Paul says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So before we do this, I'm just going to ask, um, I think Marianne, if you could hand our, or Sarah, you hand out the meditation tonight to everyone. And then as, as they hand that out, um, I, I'm going to ask you to do something that might seem kind of strange, but I'm going to ask you to clench your fists. As you clench your fists. Um, often when you and I have unforgiveness in our hearts or even uh, anger that we hold on to, we hold our hands and fists. I still even do this sometimes when I'm angry. Um, and this is actually a physical sign of you and I needing healing. And again, I still struggle with this. Sometimes I get a phone call from somebody and my first thought is, it's got to be something negative. I did something wrong. What I screw up in? And I, I, I squeeze my fist and I'm like, do I answer that phone call, right? Or I have to have a meeting with somebody and I think there's no way anything good could come from it. Um, but that's not the case. So as we begin, I want to invite you Again, have your, have your hands open. And when we, when we do the, the moment of forgiveness, I'm going to ask you to release your hands and let go of that. The Lord loves it when you and I show him signs, physical signs of how we feel. When we make the sign of the cross, we do that. When we make the sign of the cross over our forehead, our lips and our heart, we do that all the time during Mass. And as we do this, I just want to encourage you to start taking a few deep breaths. So if you could just please start taking a few deep breaths. Just take it all the way in. And all the way out. And Marie will just be playing some music in the background just to uh, keep us focused. And if you could please pray the words, Come Holy Spirit with me, three times. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. 
So on your sheet, it asks you to ask the Holy Spirit to show you who you need to forgive. So we're going to take a moment of silence to figure out who that is. Ask the Holy Spirit. You can say, Holy Spirit, please reveal to me who I need to forgive. It could be a family member. It could be a friend, an abuser, or even yourself. So let's take a moment of silence for the Holy Spirit to bring that to your mind's eye. For just a moment, just to picture that person right in front of you. And just to pay attention to what you feel in your heart and also in your body. as you imagine them in front of you, what do they take from you? How do they hurt you? And then during this time, as you pay attention to those two questions, it's okay to feel angry, but it's also okay to feel nothing at all because sometimes it happens so, so long ago, we don't even know how to feel about it. So it's right now, it's making an account of all the debt they owe you, all the things that they did to you or what they took from you. As you imagine them in front of you, imagine telling them what they did to hurt you and how it has affected you to this day.
And then just to take time to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you any identity lies you believe about yourself based on the incident with that person. A few of them are just to think, I'm not good. I'm not loved. I'm not cared for. I have to perform to be loved. I'm damaged goods. I'm a burden to other people. It was my fault. And as those lies come to surface, it's important that we renounce them in the name of Jesus Christ. Because when Jesus spoke, blind people could see, deaf people could hear, lame people could walk, dead people rose to life. People that were possessed by demons were set free. So I'm just going to ask you just to whisper gently, as you see at the bottom of the sheet, in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie of Jesus loves hearing your voice. That's the truth. He wants to hear it from you. So I'll give you a moment of silence just to kind of do that. Just to whisper, gently whisper, in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the lie or the lies that... And anytime we renounce something, it's also important as you turn over to the next side of your sheet to announce the truth. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. The truth will set you free. So it's also important to announce the opposite of that lie. In the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth that I am seen, I am loved, I am good, I am wanted, right? It was not my fault, right? I am not a burden to other people. So take a moment of silence just to whisper those words to Jesus and to say those words, in the name of Jesus Christ, I announce the truth that... I just want you to imagine yourself walking with that person to meet Jesus at the cross at Calvary. And just a look at the face of Jesus. Look at the care on his face and the mercy on his face. And while you're there, ask Jesus to forgive that person. 
And as you ask Jesus to forgive that person, always know at the foot of the cross is your biggest advocate, your biggest cheerleader, who is the Blessed Mother. And with Mary, to pray a blessing for that person. Ask God to bless them on their journey. The fact is, is that hurt people hurt people, wounded people wound people, but restored people restore people and healed people heal people. So the reason why these things happen is because we're broken. They're broken. You're broken. I'm broken. And ask God to bless them, to help them be healed. And then ask Jesus to seal this forgiveness and also heal the wounds in your life. And to also thank God for his healing, mercy and grace. That is God's gift to you is mercy, is forgiveness, is a new start. And to not thank him would be inappropriate. So we just take a time to thank God. As you go throughout this week, I want to encourage you to keep this sheet of paper with you. Bring it to chapel. Bring it to your Bible study. Bring it to your day-to-day activities. Don't let that just, this just stay here. This is an invitation to freedom. If you need any help, you can always come to me or Sarah or any of the focused missionaries. And we'll help walk with you through this because this can, this can be difficult and sometimes it's helpful to have someone go through it with you. And we'll just take a moment of silence just to rest. And just to pay attention, how do, we, how do we feel before we started this? And how do we feel right now? And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.